This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And a good victory Monday to one in all in Patriots Nation. It's been a while since we got the family together for an all oh yeah and belated as it may be. Dare I say, Mr. Hart, it feels as though there's a bit of a, a renewed purpose. Even though your New England Patriots have now officially been eliminated from the postseason, the playoffs, there will be none this season. So don't bother checking your stocking or under the tree. Santa cannot deliver a miracle this year. It does feel as though there's been a bit of an emotional sea change in Patriots Nation. Or maybe that's just me because the Patriots actually scored the other night. They scored multiple touchdowns and won a football game. And after the football I watched this weekend, I'm kind of thinking the Patriots may make the last couple of weeks Reasonably entertaining to watch, but is that a good thing? That's what we are here to discuss on the latest episode of Six Rings and Football Things, brought to you by our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. Don't forget to sign up. FanDuel.com slash Six Rings. Once again, if you had used my hashtag, not just our promo to sign up, but the hashtag Fade Fitzy, you would have went 2-0 because last week I said Pittsburgh on the money line and both first drives would end in a punt. They didn't. The Patriots actually scored a touchdown and Pittsburgh scored a field goal. So again, I keep trying to help you people make free money. Why won't you just take my free money? Anyway, Andy, you were a little under the weather and um, had been fe- you, you'd been feeling like the Patriots had been playing. We'll put it. We'll leave it at that. And yeah. uh, you're on the you're on the bounce back. You're on the come up. You're feeling a little bit betterish, betterish, better adjacent, reasonably. Mm-hmm. OK, sort of. Um since we didn't have a chance to connect with you on the Six Rings post game show or on the radio over the weekend, let's get a chance to uh, hear your overall thoughts on what was a stunning Patriots victory, or really was it at Acrisure Field at Three Rivers, which is also the big ketchup bottle in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I'm not sure it was a stunning win. Um, it felt stunning because I think we had been relegated to such piss poor play at the quarterback mm-hmm. position. No mm-hmm. fun, no fun, sir. Were the Patriots of late, 
And just the fact that for the first 30 minutes of football anyway, and by the way, that's how starved we are. I, I feel like the Patriots kind of played half a good game and everybody's excited. Um, but you had plays. You had, you know, oh, my God, the ball's traveling through the air more than 30 yards and our guys catching it and we're making touchdowns and, you know, not just lamenting field goals, whatever. It, it just had a different feel. And I give Bailey Zappi credit for that. Um, you know my thing. We beat the dead horse. Energy, effort, and attitude. I thought Bailey Zappi brought a great energy, effort, and attitude to his performance. I still think he's limited physically and whatever. Mm -hmm. But now the cynical side of me said you were fortunate that you took on a team whose fans didn't want their quarterback either. They were trying to boo Mitchell Trubisky off the field from basically minute one in Pittsburgh, the, mm -hmm. the Mason Rudolph chants, the Rudolph, the red nose reindeer signs in the crowd. <laughs> that was, that was part of the story of this game as well. Oh yeah. You can't, there's no denying that if we were to put together like a, a power ranking of the five most important players on the field last Thursday night in the Patriots win over the Steelers, Trubisky has to finish in the top four. He stinks. Like the, he's all really the, he's... all the tweets reminding people that the Bears took this guy at number two overall. The Bears took this guy over Patrick Mahomes. The Bears ah, hey, even um, you know over creeps like Watson, over Patrick Mahomes. Like he stinks. Like he's really now. I understand why Deontay Johnson allegedly threw a haymaker at him last season because he wasn't happy with the QB play. And also Pittsburgh has a little bit of a coach in the clutch problem, playing against Bill Belichick problem. Uh, wide receiver attitude problem because Deontay Johnson, he's a sourpuss. George Pickens, I'll still take him over Tyquan Thornton. However, he's got a terrible attitude. Like terrible. Pitt Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago looked like, hey, the Steel Curtain's coming back. They got rid of their offensive coordinator. Maybe, you know, you can't blame Canada anymore. Watch out. This team could be a handful in the playoffs. They turned that around into, wow, we're the first team ever to lose back to back to two and 10 teams. Yeah, and now you're talking about Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing record, being fired. Like, that's the talking point out of Pittsburgh. I don't think it's going to happen, but this game was interesting in that it was uh, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, the mighty resurgent. Oh, they just playing each other. Kind of, how do you put it all into perspective? Because I do think it's probably two Hall of Fame coaches going mm -hmm. at it. Um, yep. One of which, in Bill Belichick, the, the pregame show had to spend time saying they think he deserves two more years. We can talk mm -hmm. about that later. Um, yep. The other one, the performance actually ended up with Tomlin firing questions. And the one thing I will say, and we'll get into it when we get into our grades, the Patriots fight for Bill Belichick. I don't yes, know if do. the Steelers fight for Mike Tomlin. I don't know how much fight there is in that dog. You mentioned it. I thought it was eye-opening, um, George Pickens' disinterest in that game. And he's supposed to be a building block for them. I just can't believe that. George Pickens and TJ Watt play for the same team, the same organization. And, and like, just great point. It's unreal. So, yeah, TJ Watt takes a an absolute like leaden ham hock to the head on the first play of the game as Zeke runs up the gut for five, knees TJ Watt in the, in the, right in the bait, right in the moneymaker. He's knocked out basically, gets up, takes a playoff, gets back in the game. Now he's in concussion protocol, to which we all say, yeah, no doy. Should never have gone back in the game in the first place, yet still was out there grinding, trying to battle on Wenu all night long to give Pittsburgh the dub, whereas George Pickens is like, eh, it's not coming to me. I don't give a shit. Right. And, and I, I I don't know how those guys share a locker room with Tomlin and the whole, the dynamic in Pittsburgh is just so broken right now because I Good think point. they're significantly more talented than the Patriots. I think they fielded mm -hmm. a lot more talent in that game 
than the Patriots did. Now, you also learned as we started that if your quarterback is a dink, if your quarterback can't play, it doesn't matter how much talent is around him. And that, dra- and maybe that's what's dragging Pickens down. He knows just how bad Trubisky is and whatever. But, you know, Jelani Tavai, I'm a professional. George Pickens doesn't have that bone in his body, apparently, because he did not act like a professional in this football game. But just for the overall perspective, I know the storyline that a lot of people are like, well, why did it take so long to go to Zappy? Okay, I hate to be Mr. Cliche radio guy, but pump the brakes. Bailey Zappi had a nice half, a nice half. Mm-hmm. Notice I didn't even say a nice game. It, it was an it was half. like it was an excellent half of football. Like he sure. three touchdowns, the two touchdown passes to like the first one, Zeke makes a really nice play and he showed that he still has some life in those legs as well, but uh he is now officially entered the conversation of should this guy stick around for next year or, you know, is he going to be one and done? That's obviously going to be up to him. And we've got plenty of time to break that down as well. But the two touchdown passes to Hunter Henry were beautiful passes. The third, like the second one being the third touchdown in the first half, that was an absolute dot. That was a beautiful play, blown coverage by the safety. Sure. But Hunter Henry on his birthday, hell of a way to start your 29th birthday as well. Two touchdown passes and a long overdue dub in Pittsburgh. Uh, Yeah. Bailey Zappi played well, but, we started the post game show, Andy. I'm sure you probably had passed out at that point, but like we we started the post game show, you know, asking the question I think that was on everyone's mind. Like, I, I does anyone know how to feel about this? Like, there was joy, there was actual fun watching the game. I think I'm happy with, but I also know we have a lot of problems and we need a better draft pick. So I don't know if I'm happy that they won this win. Where was this all season? Oh, you really just needed to switch to Zappy. Bailey Zappy is not the answer to all of the Patriots' ales, needs, and questions by any stretch of the imagination. But I'll ask you if you think Bailey Zappy has played his way into being part of the team, the start of the rest of the way, probably pretty damn sure about that, so long as he's healthy. But do you think he now has a place on this team next year? And could he be the sort of bridge QB to whoever they draft and develop over time? Um, I think he probably has a spot. I mean, it's hard to, they clearly don't think all that much of him. They cut him. They put him out there for anybody to have. They waited forever before they turned to him. There was certainly a hesitancy there. Um, I know some people believe Bill O'Brien hates him. And then everybody was like, look at this hug that they have in the post-game locker rooms breakdown. So fascinating. Did you catch that video of like, oh, yeah. so th- yeah. Walks off the sideline with Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien has that grumpy, like, yeah, you kids are lucky you got away with this one. And Zappy's right. super happy. Uh, and Zappy showed a lot of fire during the game after the first touchdown pass to Hunter Henry, touchdown number two in the night, turned to the sideline and pumped his fist saying, let's F and go. Like that signature fire, that enthusiasm had been missing. It wasn't a, a terrible version of the gritty with Mac and Gesicki and everyone. Like it was really, it was, it was fiery and fun. But then you get to the locker room and, Bill O'Brien and Bailey Zappi are like hugging and like they're joyful. And then Zappi turns around. Yeah, yeah, here. Yes, Mr. Belichick, like a very business like, yes, Mr. Belichick handshake with the coach afterward. Even Belichick walking into the locker room like one of his kids tried to high five and hug him and Belichick wanted nothing to do with it. Well, because it's weird, right? I mean, yeah, you should celebrate it. There's no doubt in my mind you should celebrate it. You you put everything and I do believe they're not tanking. We've talked a lot about that. Tanking doesn't happen on an individual basis or like no one's telling somebody not to try and play like they're trying Jabril mm-hmm. peppers and Jelani Tavai, who uh, I didn't, I kind of missed it along the way, had twice as many tackles as anybody in the football game. 
um, continues to just ball out as a as a revelation on that defense. But yeah, he ha- he has been tremendous. He really has. I think all of us grossly underestimated Jelani Chavai's talents and his contributions to this team this year. But it's it's also kind of funny, Andy, because Jelani Chavai also tried to be part of the solution for the tank crowd slash Pittsburgh stealing the win because he was the one who was offsides on the punt where it was ultimately ruled false start by Pittsburgh, where the center picked up his head and they said, oh, he made a sudden movement indicative of a false start, which he did not. He just literally looked down and looked up to check before he could snap, which is completely legal. And another blown call on a weekend where referee and zebra controversies are just overflowing like madness right now. Uh, You know, but uh, by and large, special teams, we'll get to our grades in just a second. Special teams, again, a not so very special night for them. But Jelani Chavai on the whole, he can stick around. Oh, he definitely gets a slice of cake and he gets a he gets to call first slice from the pizza pie next year for sure. But in the end, I would say this game was about Zappy. You you mentioned it. I think he brings energy. Um, and I know, and everybody's going to overreact. It's what we do. Oh, Chris Shine was right. Or this guy was wrong and blah, blah, blah. And Mac and Zappy. I still think Zappy, I think even his plays, I think he's always a hair away from them being picks in the other direction. Like he's mm-hmm. like, he, he giveth and he taketh at some point. Um, great. Like that was a stunning throw to Hunter Henry for the touchdown. So stunning, I would say, if he tried that play ten times, I think five of them end in interceptions or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they don't. They don't. No, they don't end up t- like that's almost almost too pretty for words, especially coming from a team that has been so offensively anemic all season. I mean, my God, they scored twenty one points. That's eight points more in that game than they had scored in the previous three games combined. Right, and I wish they had done something in the second half. <laughs> something, anything. Yeah. Didn't like the way that they turtled in the second half. No, I did not like the ultra conservative approach. But if you go back and you think, how many Patriots games have I watched in this lifetime? That is almost a quintessentially Belichickian game plan to go to basically just say, okay, we've got a lead. Let's protect the lead. We believe Pittsburgh and Trubisky will make enough mistakes to help seal the deal for us. They did in the end. But again, the Patriots Mm -hmm. almost look like they had a half where they said, hey, guys, we actually do have this in us. Now let's make sure we get the loss uh, so that we can get a better draft pick and tried to give it back to Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh was like, nah, you know, actually, we're not, we don't really want this win either. Like, actually, the refs were also like, as you pointed out, I, I firmly believe if that false start on the punt, the snapper mm-hmm. doesn't. I mean, you may lose this football game. You were yes. that you were that close. So right. that was a big play, whatever. But I want to focus on the positives because I do think the energy and the the Jabril Peppers, you know, did this for Bill because he's been taking too much flack. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. agree with that. I think Bill has earned the flack he has taken um, of late. I agree with but that as well. I also think it's a good sign just for everybody involved that they are fighting and guys do feel like they got to get Bill's back. And there is there is certainly more of a cohesion in the New England locker room at three and ten than there is in the Steelers locker room at what are they seven and six now? Like. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, which locker room would I rather be a part of the Patriots locker room? Because I think the Steelers locker room is an absolute crap show. Oh, an absolute mess indeed. All right. So those are uh, uh, still too never too late thoughts and recap on the game as well. Any lingering thoughts or whatever has come up in your mind, Pat's people, you can always give us a shout at Jumbo Hart at Fitzy GFY. And of course, at Six Rings Pod. And now it is time to get to the grades. (laughs) 